0: Recovery is
1: stupendous, Achievable Hope Freedom Freedom Freedom
0: Empowering It's unique to everyone A journey, not a destination Getting a new lease on life Finding restoration after you fall down Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life For me, it was finding a way to really love myself My recovery is possible in part because of
1: my own sense of purpose. Hello
0: and welcome to another Recovery Talks podcast. I'm Andy Daniel.
1: And I'm Jim Haney.
0: Today we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening with the coronavirus and just how to take care of yourself, take care of your behavioral health if you're quarantined or doing the social distancing, if you're isolated. You know, we're told to keep our recovery community and if you're stuck at home. That can be a difficult thing to do. Exactly.
1: And uh, we're going to be talking a lot about this uh, uh, SAMHSA tip sheet, which, interesting enough, uh, it actually had come out a couple years ago. It was actually already in their library. This was not something that was created recently. It actually had been in there. It got a little facelift. It got like a new color to it. But the material is exactly the same. And so we're going to be talking a lot about that. What do all these new terms mean? Quarantine, social distancing, isolation. Yeah. It's a good good timely subject for us.
0: Yeah. So if we're going to talk about the definitions, because lots of people are talking about social distancing right now, which isn't really clear necessarily what that means. but uh, the point of that is to decrease the chances that a disease will spread. So it's just keeping away from people closely interacting with them or frequently. And so places like movie theaters or sporting events, you've probably seen that a lot of those things have been canceled. Or postponed, and the point of that is to keep the uh, medical system from being overwhelmed. It's just a matter of being aware of the number of people that you're around and decreasing the chances that you're going to get infected.
1: Right by not by not being in large groups of people. Right. So you think about the places we go, and for those of us in recovery, one of the places we go is to support groups right? I mean, we go, we go to support groups and depending on where you live, your support group could actually be quite large. I mean, you could have like really quite a few people that are going to your support group. And so these are the things that um, right now are really important for us to take a look at. And are there ways that we can distance ourselves? For example, you might be able to split a large group, large support group, Into two groups or three groups to limit the size of the groups, right? And those could be split if you had the space. You could actually do them at the same time, but it may be different parts of the building and different, actually different rooms. Or you could be doing it maybe one starts at 10 o'clock and one then starts at noon and then one starts at two o'clock or something by sort of separating these and having uh, less contact with other people.
0: Yeah, so a couple of the other things. Quarantine means keeping people who are exposed to the disease away from other people, and so that's a lot more restrictive, like you're not allowed to leave that quarantine area. And so some people, I think, are mixing those things up, and they're saying we're quarantined and we're not. It's just recommendations for social distancing
1: exactly exactly yeah and then and then the other term is the the isolation right so this is where we're going to actually prevent the spread of the of a virus or any infectious disease by separating people who are sick from those who are not and that can go on quite a long time social distancing quarantine and isolation three very different things and i know like like you know, gosh, a few weeks ago, Andy, when I first heard like the, some of these terms, I, I wasn't exactly sure what they meant because they weren't really part of everyday life um, for the peer network.
0: Yeah, well, I hadn't heard the term social distancing before this.
1: So there you go. So, you know, some of our listeners might be uh, feeling the same way. And and again, we're operating this podcast, we're really going off of this uh, SAMHSA tips sheet which is available on our website and uh, we're sending it out to members and have it available on social media. And of course, you could go to SAMHSA.gov and you could just do a search for social distancing SAMHSA and it would come right up. It's free to downlo- download, download, uh, free to print out. Um, and if you're listening and Um, you know you're a peer supporter these are the kinds of things that you can be sharing your agency could be sharing with clients either if you're if you're still meeting with people one-on-one or it could be something that you could email out to people to send them the link so that they can go this is a really uh, good resource i think the other thing andy we wanted to talk about was if we're in this time period of of social distancing or quarantine or even isolation, what are some of those typical kind of reactions that people may have to, to what's going on right now around the world?
0: Yeah. So I think, I mean, everybody probably has a little bit of anxiety uh, around this because there's so much uncertainty into what's going to happen. And so it's, It's kind of normal to feel a little anxious about that or to worry about it or or to be afraid in some level about that, whether it's your own health status, if it's people that you know and some concern about if if we're going to be quarantined, how are we going to get the things that we need, Um, that kind of thing. And so I think mostly it's the uncertainty about we don't know how long it's going to be. We don't know what's going to happen. And so that's that's uh i anxiety producing
1: for sure for sure and if yeah, you so are think, someone I mean, who's quarantined, everybody there could probably be feelings has a little bit of depression, loneliness. Uh, this, you, you know, getting so depressed about your situation or not having happen. your normal routine, oh, right? So, so all of these things can kind of play kind into of each other, and you know, about along the way, it or then or to be it's easy to some want to, about cope, to cope, whether it's your own health status, habits habits, you know, from overeating. And um, some to self-harm, to using substances. And so it's really important that you think about how am I going to continue kind of to get support? So, how am I going to continue about, to stay well? We don't know how long it's going to be. We don't know what's going to happen. All of us so around the world right now are feeling uh, these kinds anxiety of things. Producing. I mean, there is more anxiety and worry and uh, going on knowing that you're not alone. So think about your recovery plan and what are some of the tools that you can begin to utilize. I mean, if... Uh, you're quarantined and you need to, you know, stay away from people for a week or two weeks or longer, what are you going to do? How are you going to keep yourself busy? There's only so much uh, Netflix and YouTube videos you can watch, right? Like, (laughs) so what are you going to do, you know, if if your work or your school is being shut down, which we're seeing happen, right, across Montana. So, what are you going to do? It's fun for a few days, but then after that, how are you going to occupy your time and your your brain and still stay active? So definitely things that we want to be thinking about. And one of the things that I also want to, want to say, Andy, is that we really want to recommend to people um, that you go to, you know, credible websites for the latest information. And so a few of these that I know... We you and I, Andy, have talked about that we really like. Um, we really like the cdc.gov website, Center for Disease Control and Prevention, has lots of really good information. I mean, there's um, tabs for preventing illness. What do you do if you are sick, how to, how to keep schools and uh, workplace, communities safe? The latest news, Um, And it's very up to date. So this is a really good one that you can go to. So again, this is cdc.gov. Really good one. What was the other one that you really liked, Andy?
0: The World Health Organization website. And that is Uh, who.int. It has a lot of really good information about all of the outbreaks as a whole, not just the United States. And so there's a lot of information on, again, how to uh, protect yourself, what the situation actually looks like, where the infections are, that kind of thing. And it's it just is a, it's, has a lot of really, really good uh, information and very up to date.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is really a good one. And Uh, Information from around the world, which I I think is important also because I know it gives me a sense of comfort when I can look on there and see that, you know, one of the the first country, China, is is on the, the downside of this outbreak, right? That they're not still trending upwards with the number of cases. They're beginning to decline now. That gives me comfort because I can look and say, okay, so you know there is that sort of bell curve shape with the with the number of cases, and over time it is going to hit a, hit a peak, but then it's going to decline. So there will be an end to it. This isn't going to go on for ever and ever. That's comforting. I know for me.
0: Yeah, the other thing I like is about it is being able to see what kind of therapies are being used in other countries and you know what is effective medications or or that kind of thing i think is um helps give us a little bit of hope that there is an answer to it it's not all horrible
1: yeah for sure for sure so Some ways that you can support yourself during this time with social distancing, quarantine, isolation. I think the first piece is, you know, educating yourself. So, these websites that we're talking about, these are good places to go with reliable, up-to-date information. Just because you see something on YouTube does not make it true. Anybody can post a video saying anything they want, and it can go up on YouTube. So, be careful of the information you're getting. And we we recommend you go to these very reliable websites. Um, these are the top health professionals around the world. These are government officials. It's very regulated. So I'd say the first thing is learn about what's happening, not only in your uh, community and in the state of Montana, but then you know the United States and, and around the world. There is a real risk. That's happening right now around the world, and so the reason we're asking, you know, we're being asked to do these things is to limit, like you said, Andy, the that to keep it from spiking, right? So we really want to do that, and and staying up to date with what's happening, because I know it's really changing very quickly. We've been talking here at MPN, and it seems like from our conversations in the morning to our conversations in the afternoon... Things are changing that quickly. Important to stay up to date on that as this begins to evolve. If you if you're working and you have a job, you know some places are beginning to close down, and so uh, this can this can create additional financial stress. So talk to your employer about this. But some places are staying open, and so right so work work is going on, and so uh if you're if you're having a lot of depression or anxiety you know there are things like FMLA Family Medical Leave Act that you can request from your employer where you can get up to 12 weeks of unpaid leave and my understanding is coronavirus is is, is part of this or is going to be part of this i'm not exactly sure what the, today as of right this second but it is going to be part of it And I think these are conversations you need to have with your supervisor or employer about that, because no one wants to see a person go into crisis because you're stressed out about this outbreak, right?
0: Right. So another important thing is connecting with other people. I mean, as people in recovery, that's one of the things that we try to do is remain connected to each other. And If we're stuck at home, sometimes that can be a difficult thing to do. But there are lots of options for staying in touch with people. Of course, you can call people, text message, you can use some social media, although I'd be careful about how much time you're spending on social media if you're finding some misinformation on there. But, you know, just using it as a way to connect with your friends and family. You can also use... Things like Skype or Zoom are some free options so that you can actually see each other. Or, you know, most phones have some sort of video conference or, you know, video call things so that you can actually see each other uh, while you're talking to them. And there are a lot of support groups that are online already. Support Group Central uh, is a place that you can find some support groups because I think a lot of groups are going to stop meeting in person.
1: Right, right, right. And Support Group Central is a good one um, that you can utilize for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: We are actually uh, setting up a Facebook group for our members so that you can get support from other people uh, in Montana that are members of MPN. And you, you'll you be able to find that on our Facebook page. There's a, a link to groups there. And that's just a place where you can connect with other people and talk about recovery. Uh, we don't want to have any conversations about, you know, politics or anything like that. We just want it to provide a space.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, you know, just, uh, you know, we with, here with, at MPN, I mean we've been talking about this every day multiple times a day whether it's on the phone video um emails text and it helps it it helps uh, you know to talk to my coworkers and say hey this did you hear about this and this is going on and you know and hear what they they're going through and and be able to support one another so we just thought that um we could offer that through facebook and people could connect um, <clears throat> because we don't we don't know what's going to happen or how long it's going to last, and so um, for those of us who are you know active and we're out and we're and we're doing things, it's a big shift in our normal routine and our normal lives. At the same time, if you're more introverted, right, then this is a way for you to connect, and so we're hoping that you'll visit our Facebook page and you'll participate in that. The more people we get, I think the more uh, everybody will get out of it. So we definitely encourage you to do that. The other thing that I wanna talk about is don't forget about your toolbox and don't forget about things like deep breathing, mindfulness, yoga, tapping. Don't forget about those kinds of things. You may already have those in your toolbox and so don't don't forget about them. Don't don't discard those. Those can work really, really well right now um, to put those into place and into practice so that you start taking action and you're doing them. And particularly if you're if you're not able to go to work or able to go to school, um, then you have more time and this can be a practice that you could start. Um and so. I really encourage people to think about that, to look in their toolbox and think about what are the things that uh, that might benefit them right now with everything going on around the world.
0: Yeah, and remember those uh, crisis lines that are available, the, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, uh, and you can text 741741. Uh, And you can get connected with somebody that way. There's uh, the 1-800-273-TALK that you can call. They also have some online chat options uh, for that. Uh, So make sure that you're using whatever resources are available to you.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you may have a, a, you know, go to therapy, have a counselor, um, maybe maybe those need to be over the phone or over video for a little bit. And so don't forget about that. Just don't abandon, I think, the these things that you would normally do in recovery, but you might have to adjust them a little bit. You know, you might not be going out to your counselor's office, but maybe you could get support a, a different way. So I think that's really important in this time. And again, all this information that we're talking about here comes from SAMHSA. Sam, you can go to SAMHSA.gov uh, and go to the store. This is tips for social distancing, quarantine, and isolation during an infectious disease outbreak. This is also available on our website. Um, we've been emailing this out. You know, it's going out in the in the pulse to members. So lots of good information there. Please share it with your friends and neighbors so we can keep everybody safe and healthy um, the best we can during this, this virus outbreak.
0: Yeah, so I think that uh, about wraps it up for this podcast. Thanks for listening, and stay healthy.
1: Goodbye. Recovery works, and recovery is possible. Oh, recovery works, and recovery is possible.
0: Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery, and
1: recovery is possible. Recovery works, and recovery is possible. Recovery works, and recovery is possible.
0: Recovery works, and recovery is possible.
1: Every is possible.